Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. can't feel my face guy the actual days of the week how's it going here's what's going on in the NHL tonight Islanders and Blue Jackets 1-1 four minutes into the second period also early in the second Sabres up 3-2 on the Devils Tage Thompson is 44th of the season but didn't come out on the ice for the second period Coyotes and Avalanche will face off at 7 o'clock Oilers and Golden Knights tomorrow on 6:30. Chad 6.30 for the face-off show. The puck will drop at 8. NCAA basketball tournament. Number one, Alabama leading number five, San Diego State. That's out of the south region. It's 48-39 for Alabama. They trailed by five at the half, and now they're up by nine with 11.5 to go in the second half. Number one seed in the Midwest, Houston, trailing number five, Miami, 42-36. That is at halftime. The Cinderella team of the tournament, Princeton, a number 15 seed, taking on Creighton, a six later on, and then Texas against Xavier a little bit later on. Xavier apparently is going to be able to use Wolverine and Colossus in that game. So that's pretty vital. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. My name is Reed Wilkins. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Okay, Oilers, Golden Knights tomorrow. Both teams playing very well over the last few weeks. The Oilers have won five straight. The Golden Knights have won three in a row. They're 8-2 in their last 10. Both teams are 8-2 if you go back 10 games. Jay Woodcroft with some thoughts on this showdown. I think every game is a big game. Um, I would say that the team we're going to play tomorrow is obviously on quite the roll. One of the hottest teams in the National Hockey Hockey League. Uh, They seem to be healthy and and, um, really feeling it, so it's going to be a big test for us tomorrow night. Certainly will be. Captain Connor McDavid also with some thoughts on the Golden Knights. Yeah, big game. Big game for us. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, they're playing well. They've been playing really well for, since the All-Star break. And, you know, if we want a chance to move up the standings, these are the, these are the teams we've got to beat. Yeah, this is uh, this has kind of been a theme, hasn't it, for the last couple of weeks. The Oilers doing very well. And, yes, they have passed Seattle for, for most of uh, the last couple months of the season. Most of the time, the Oilers were in uh, a wild card spot. Now they've passed Seattle. I'm not saying that they're necessarily going to stay ahead of the Kraken, but they are now four points ahead with 10 games to go. Seattle has 11 games left. But despite the Oilers banking all these points, they, uh, they're they still chasing those teams. And quite frankly, look, very unlikely that the Oilers are going to get higher than second place 
in the division. I th- and I think even that is going to be tough. First place, to me, is is almost out of the question unless you sweep all four games you have remaining against Vegas and against Los Angeles. You play Vegas twice, you play L.A. twice, and, of course, some other uh, Western Conference teams along the way. You can go. I, I went back to the start of February a couple of days ago on the Faceoff Show. I went back to the start of March. I went back a little further to the start of February. The Vegas Golden Knights are tied with the Boston Bruins for the best points percentage since the start of February at 8-10. L.A. not far behind at 8.06. The Oilers seventh best in the league since the beginning of February at 6.82, which is a, a pretty respectable points percentage. But two of the teams better than Edmonton are in their division. Let's go back a month, just for argument's sake, just for fun. So going back to February 24th, the best team in the league, the LA Kings, 833 points percentage. Vegas fourth at 750. The Oilers, again, pretty good at 692, but haven't really been able to make up any ground. So you look at it now, Vegas 96 points, LA 92, Edmonton 90. LA does have a game in hand on both Edmonton and Vegas. So it, it will be... It's certainly going to be very difficult for the Oilers to get first of the division. Second, okay, it's it's there. Like I said, they're only two points behind L.A. L.A. with a game in hand. You'd probably have to win the uh, head-to-head games against the Kings. McDavid commenting on how competitive the Pacific Division has been. I mean, we're still 10 games away. Lots can happen. Um, you know, we are more focused on, on uh, you know, things that we control, like our game, like our, our habits every day. And, um, you know, we know if we go into the playoffs feeling pretty good, we're, we're going to give ourselves a chance. Um, and, and that's all you can ask for. And, of course, home ice advantage in the first round is not the be-all and end-all for the Oilers. They did have it last year against the Kings, and I think it was nice to have Game 7 on home ice. But, as you know, this year the Oilers have been well, now a slightly better road team than home team. They've banked a lot more points uh, at home here over the last few weeks. If you like talking about odds and percentages, and if you're a sports fan, you probably do, so I'll share some with you. I've been going to moneypuck.com a little more often lately, and the creator of that website, Peter Tanner, was on the show a couple of days ago. Head to the uh, Inside Sports Archive, sign up for the podcast if you want to check out any past interviews from the show. Moneypuck has the Oilers at a 99.96 probability to make the playoffs. In other words, there would have to be a highly unusual disaster for the Oilers to not even qualify for the playoffs. What did you say the magic number was? Kellen? Uh, from the information Four, I've got is 14. 14. Yeah. So the so the best non-playoff team right now is, is Nashville. Uh, so Nashville, yeah, could still finish with 104 points if they win every game. So, and Edmonton's at 90. So there's your 14 points right there. Now, that'll change as we go. But still, the Oilers looking very good. But here's the thing. For Money Puck saying for the Oilers to finish first in the division, regular season, not win the division in the playoffs, finish first in the regular season, that's just 15.6% probability. But again, Money Puck still likes the Oilers as a cup contender, 12.7% to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, Carolina's just over 15. 
So the, the, the model that Money Puck uses likes Carolina better than Boston to, uh, to come out of the East. And as Peter Tanner explained a couple of days ago, the Oilers are helped by playing in the West, which does not have perhaps the high-end teams that the uh, East does. So when the model that he puts together looks at all those teams, he likes the, it likes the Oilers the best to come out of the, uh, the Western Conference. We'll see. We'll get the reality as the weeks go on here. Uh, but for now, we have to settle with the projections and things like that. I am happy to hear from you, by the way. The phone number is 780-496-0063. That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. You can send me a message there as well. And email the show, insidesports at 630ched.com. All right. At the, end of the sh- at the end of the show last night, we-, we had a couple calls on the open line, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to-, to dive in with reaction and chat about uh, one of the calls as much as I, I would have liked. Uh, uh, Sandy called in, and I- I'm going to replay part of her call here in a second, but she basically was talking about a- an article that she had read that was listing off the best lines, you know, three forwards, that... The uh, uh, that the Oilers or, or that teams have had in the last 30 years. And she said Connor McDavid was not listed as being on one of the Oilers' best lines of the last 30 years. Here's part of her call. That's because Connor McDavid does not play on any line, and that's contrary to any three stars on any team in the NHL. And that's that's always been uh, an issue that, that's bothered me, because if Connor and Leon were playing together on a line, say with Yamo, and they played together consistently, Connor, I believe, would benefit because he would know. Uh, they, Connor and Leon already know how each other thinks. And that's because they've played together, you know, years ago now. All right. So I appreciate Sandy's call. Um, I, I, I would say this, Sandy. You want Connor McDavid to benefit by having more regular line mates. He is leading the league in scoring by 28 points over a teammate. He's 36 points ahead of the next guy who doesn't play for the Oilers. That's Nikita Kucherov. I, I think he's benefiting quite a bit from how he's currently deployed. And here's, here's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't think we're in a situation in, in which Connor McDavid is going to have regular line mates because he's, there's always going to be opportunities for, for coaches to find extra ice time for him. And with, with Jay Woodcroft, he's used... 11 forwards quite a bit so that creates a, a an open slot and i think i think that sentiment is contrary to what we talked about a lot in, in recent years before the oilers added specifically zach hyman and evander kane that 
you know, they had to play Connor and Leon together, and teams just thought, okay, we got to try not to take penalties, survive the 20 minutes they're on the ice together, and we'll win the other 40 minutes because they don't have anybody else. I mean, that's how uh, the Oilers were beaten and eliminated in a couple playoff seasons in the past. So I, I don't think McDavid is ever going to have regular line mates, so to speak. I mean, and as we see, him and Dreisaitl sometimes play together, not as much as they used to. Sometimes they don't. Uh, I, I think he's going to be productive regardless of who he's with. I found the article uh, that Sandy was referring to. Now, it's it's not current. It's from May 7th, 2020. It's on ESPN, and the headline is indeed the best lines of the past 30 years for th- all 31 NHL teams. Seattle wasn't in the league yet. It's the top overall line, a cult classic line, and a current line. So here's what they did for the Oilers. Now, you got to remember, this was May of 2020. The hockey was not being played because of COVID. Uh, and, and the Oilers had, you know, done pretty well um, at the end of that season until it got shut down after 71 games. So what they list, and, and they also, and ESP had said, going back 30 years, from 2020, Gretzky's out of the mix, right? So the best line they picked was Messier between Simpson and Anderson. The current line they listed was Nugent Hopkins, Dreisaitl, and Yamamoto. Remember how good they were after Yamo came up uh, for New Year's Eve 2019. And then the cult classic line, they listed Nugent Hopkins, Hall, and Everly. So, you know, indeed, McDavid wasn't on a line. To me, when I think about the best line McDavid has been on, I'd, I'd actually go back to 16-17 when he, Maroon, and Dreisaitl played together most of the year in 16-17, and that was really the coming-out season for Dreisaitl. Maroon got to whatever it was, 27 or 28 goals. McDavid was the only player in the NHL with 100 points. He won the Hart Trophy. The Oilers ended the decade of darkness, yada, yada, yada. Um, so anyway, it's it's a fun list, but that's a little context for uh, what it was and just a little more reaction to what Sandy was saying last night. So here's what I'm going to do, though. It's sort of an off-topic topic, topic. Uh, 7804960063 and we'll spice in some of your spice in splice in we'll spice it up by splicing in I don't know some of your uh, some of your reaction along the way I want you to pick your best Oilers forward line when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So three forwards, but here's the parameters. You're only allowed to pick one forward from the 80s, one from 1990 to 2014, and one from 2015 to now. So give me your ultimate Oilers forward line, but you have to take one from each era. Okay, so basically the cup-winning era, the era in which they were mediocre or downright bad, and then the mcdavid settle era. Give me your best line taking one for, from each of those. The 80s, 1991 to 2014, and then uh, 2015 to now, 7804960063. We will uh, have some comments from Zach Hyman. Morley Scott's going to check in with an update on the CFL Combine. It's Inside Sports on Chet. 
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, uh, 7204960063, we got Jason on the line. Hello, Jason. Hey, Reed. Thanks for taking my call, man. This, uh, this is gold. What are you doing? I just got home from work. Thanks. Uh, Good. How was your day? Uh, tedious, long, and <laughs> really rewarding. Oh, good. Well, that's good. It was rewarding <laughs> in the end. Good stuff. Yeah. Cold beer. Uh, okay. Uh, if I got the years right and everything, uh, my my line pick would be Mark Messier, Doug Waite, and Connor McDavid. See, I was wondering, this is a total what if, and I, I realize this is somewhat of a frivolous, fun topic for a Friday night. I, I, I would agree with you that I would not put both Gretzky and McDavid on the same line. Yeah, that's just, I mean, something's got to give there, and there's just too much work that's got to be done to make the beautiful play at the end. Well, McDavid can get the puck into the zone. Uh, Messier can grind away and, and finish, and, and Wade can probably do a little bit of everything. I, mean, I guess he wasn't as fast as McDavid, but... Yeah, like, wait and wait and mess will win all the draws, and mess will kill anybody that gets in McDavid's way, and McDavid will nonchalantly slide it in. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. This is totally a fun question. Where would you rank Wait in terms of his hockey IQ and his vision for passing all time on the Oilers? My gosh, I gotta remember him as pretty similar to uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Exceptional. Because Drysaddle was voted the best passer in the league, you know, yeah. recently. Like th- that would be an interesting thing. Like, would Doug Waite have better? Like, we're splitting hairs here, but would Doug Waite's vision and and passing have rivaled McDavid's? Obviously, not his all-round game, but his his ability to distribute the puck. I don't know. That's a fun. That's a fun topic. Yeah, Billy Guerin and Doug Waite used to play really well together, very similar to McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Jason, enjoy the beverage, all right? Thank you, sir. You too. Bye now. 780-496-0063. Kellen hit me with a uh, text or two if he came in. For sure. Uh, a couple of lines heading your way here. Roadhammer texts in and says, Gretzky, Hemsky, and McDavid. How's that for a line? Okay, that's pretty cool. And then we got an unknown text as well that's saying, McDavid, Ryan Smith, and Mark Messier. McDavid, Ryan Smith, and Mark Messier. Yeah, I think... I mean, I guess from that 1991 to 2015 era, we're going to get a lot of Wait and Smith. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Garen will be on any lines. Um, we had, well, we had a Hemsky out of there. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of an interesting one to pick. All right, uh, we'll keep those coming in for a little bit of fun. You'll hear from Zach Hyman, Morley standing by as well. It's Inside Sports on Chet. 